Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have awesome news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures, golf, esports, combat sports, Major League Baseball, NFL, and everything in between. All you have to do is head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet using our promo code BELIEVE50. That's B L E A V 50, BELIEVE50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online where the game starts. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. We are brought to you by our great friends at Stanley Law Offices, Elevate Fitness of Syracuse, and Burn Dairy. Stop by Burn Dairy, man. The chocolate milk and the donuts, coffee on your way into work. And of course, gift cards are available for every and any occasion. And you can fuel up your vehicle at Burn Dairy as well. Burn Dairy, participating locations, it's all good at Burn Dairy if you're in and around central New York. And a quick tip of the cap thank you as well to Camillus Golf Club, the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, and our friends of the platter, of course, Daryl Abert, Bob Lindsley, and the Swan and Whitaker Families. All right, this is going to be a podcast that is literally balls-to-the-wall NFL from beginning to end. I'm going to give you my full NFL season preview first. Division winners, coach of the year, my Super Bowl pick, and everything in between, MVP, etc. I'm going to give you that, and then you're going to hear my week one NFL predictions. And oh, by the way, I'm recording this about seven hours in front of kickoff of Bills and Rams. So you're going to hear this this uh, thing after the game uh, on Thursday Night Football, and uh, you can uh, you know go nuts on probably a wrong prediction, right? So um, that's what fans love to do. They love to have media people you know, predict everything so that they can ridicule them, but we don't see a lot of the fans out there making predictions, right? Um, they don't put themselves out there. I get a lot right, I get a lot wrong. That's the prediction game, man, and and, and I'm fine with it. That's, that's, that's how it goes. Um, all right, here we go. Buffalo Bills winning the AFC East. I think that the Jets are better. I think that the Patriots are going to have a little bit of a tough year. Um, I think that the Dolphins are a lot better. I really do, a lot better. But I think the Bills win this division comfortably. Do I think they're going to go 13 and 3, 14 or 14 and 3, 13 and 4? I don't. I think they're closer to 11 and 6, 12 and 5. Um, the schedule's really hard, the hype and expectations, all the things that I've talked about forever and ever. But I'm going to go Buffalo in the AFC East still better by a few games than the other teams I mentioned. Uh, the AFC North, you know, this is a really hard division to pick this year because of a lot of reasons. One, you can't count out the Steelers. Two, Lamar Jackson contract year, and they're going to get a lot of bodies back on both sides of the football. Remember last year, there was no team in the NFL that was ravaged more by injuries than the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you know, Cincinnati's a defending AFC champs, right? I mean, they're just not getting talked about at all. And yet they have Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, and they've got these bookend uh, defensive ends who wreaked havoc on Pat Mahomes in, in, in the playoffs. I mean, when you take a look at that defense and that front, you know, front pair uh, of Trey Hendrickson and, uh, and, and, and Sam Hubbard, you know, that's a really good team. That's a really good. Uh, that's a really good tandem, I should say. I mean, Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson are dangerous as all can be. And you look at the the current offensive roster. I mean, Burrow, Mixon, Chase, Higgins, Boyd. This team is loaded. They are absolutely loaded. And you know, now you got Hayden Hurst, a veteran tight end. Cincinnati is going to be heard from at some point, right? I mean, they have to be. They're just they're too talented. Um, so it's a hard, hard division to pick. The Browns, you don't know about Deshaun Watson. 
I'm going to pick the Baltimore Ravens in this division because I think they're going to be on a mission, Lamar Jackson in a contract year, and the biggest thing is they're getting all these bodies back. And I think that's going to help them immensely. They're going to have to use J.K. Dobbins. They're going to have to keep him healthy. But they've got a nice mix between Gus Edwards, Kenyon Drake, um, you know, and uh, and J.K. Dobbins. They have a formidable run game. Wasn't thrilled that they traded Hollywood Brown, but uh, they are very confident in Rashad Bateman. They're very confident in Demarcus Robinson. Uh, they're very, very confident, obviously, in one of the best tight ends in the NFL who doesn't get enough talk in Mark Andrews. Um, I think their offensive line is going to be really good, and their defense is just going to be absolutely punch you in the mouth good, uh, like it always is, right? Physical, they make you uncomfortable, uh, they play an unbelievable brand of just tough-nosed defensive football, they take the ball away, uh, they're ball hawks, you know, their hands are all over the ball, uh, Khalees Campbell leads the way up front, you got a bunch of linebackers who can move side to side, this is a really good defense, and the secondary, you know, you get Humphrey, you get Peters back, um, you know, Kyle Hamilton coming into his second year out of Notre Dame, uh, it's safety. They have safety depth, they have defensive depth as a whole. I got the Ravens winning the AFC North. I do think the Bengals come back a little bit, but I think that the, the, they will be a challenging team to beat, no doubt, all season long. I just don't know... Um, you know, I, I, I don't know if I can, I, well, I can't pick them. I, clearly I'm not, um, you know, in, in the AFC North. Um, I think because I'm predicting them to have a step back, I think that starts with not winning the division. AFC South, you know, I think Tennessee is going to come back a little bit. Um, they traded A.J. Brown, and I know that the Titans brass, I know that they're really, really, really high on you know, the wide receiver out of Arkansas and Traylon Burks. I realize that. But A.J. Brown was a formidable go-to guy. And I know that, you know, again, in the NFL, you know, they didn't want to pay him the big contract. He goes to the Eagles. He gets the money. Okay, we know how it works. But you can't just poo-poo that production. You can't just say that, oh, well, you know, it's it's no, no big deal. And, you know, basically they drafted a guy who looks a lot like A.J. Brown, who plays a lot like A.J. Brown because he's a rookie and you just don't know what you're going to get. You just don't know. The O-line should be okay. Uh, defensively, I don't really like a lot of what they have, um, you know, as far as uh, name uh, and 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 star power and all that. Uh, they have a lot of decent fundamental players. Obviously, Mike Vrabel gets the best out of his defense. He was a defensive guy uh, as a player. He's a defensive guy as head coach. Uh, he loves the physicality. He loves team leadership. Um, you know, he loves all that stuff. And Tennessee, I think, can can make some things happen. I don't think there's any doubt. Um, you know, if they were to win the division, I'm not going to be surprised. But I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm going to take the Colts to win this division. I think the Colts have a better roster. I think they have the the deeper roster. I think they have the more, the more talented roster. I also don't know if Derrick Henry will be fully healthy and um, you know ready to ready to go 110 percent after the ACL. Um, and, and I really like the Colts. I mean, they pick up a veteran in Matt Ryan. I know he's 37 years old, but again, the way the, the rules are today and, and, and everything benefiting the offense, uh, Matt Ryan looks for a, a little bit of a new, uh, you know, kind of a renaissance to his career, right? He's found a new home, uh, in Indianapolis. Um, we know that they have Jonathan Taylor, probably the best back in the NFL, uh, him and it's probably between him and Henry. Um, you know, Nikeem Hines is a nice compliment. I like, actually, their wide receivers. I've heard a lot about, well, after Michael Pittman, it's a pretty thin crew. I, I actually like their wide receivers. Um, you know, I think this Frenea kid out of UCLA could be really counted on right away. Um, same thing with Alec Pierce. You've got, obviously, Mo Alley-Cox is a red zone option. Um, I do like the tight end room. They don't have a lot of big star power names. You won't find a Darren Waller. You won't find a, a Travis Kelsey, a George Kittle. But you're going to find Ogletree. You're going to find some depth pieces there. Their offensive line, always good, spearheaded by the blindside tackle uh, in terms of Quentin Nelson there. And the defense is going to be ferocious, as it always is. Not just because you know Darius Leonard changed his name to Shaquille Leonard, but because this Colts defense, they know how to play together. And I think that's one of the big things when you look at them. They're always in that top six, seven, eight um, in, in team defense. Uh, I really like the defense top to bottom. Uh, the secondary is probably where you can be exposed. So the Colts are going to have to figure out from a safety standpoint, from a scheme standpoint, 
and helping the corners. But I'm going to pick Indianapolis in this AFC South. And I do think, though, that the Jaguars will be better. They had a really good offseason. Um, you know, the Texans, I think, could be a little bit better than people think as well, just from a competition standpoint, not a record standpoint. They might be this year's Lions, you know, the best, uh, the, the, the worst record, best team kind of thing. Uh, but I'll go Indy in the South. Now, here we go. The AFC West, this is this division is, it's absurd, right? I mean, when you look at it, you've got the Raiders pick up Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones, right? They have a whole new regime, head coach Josh McDaniels. Um, you know, they're, they're going to be heard from. The Denver Broncos, I thought for the last two or three years, they've had a Super Bowl roster minus the elite quarterback. Well, they go out and get Russell Wilson. You know, they trade for him and they pay him a lot of money uh, for the extension and all the rest. And so now you have Russell Wilson. Okay. All right. And, you know, I just, that Denver team, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, you know, playmakers all over the place. Cortland Sutton. I know they don't have Noah Fan anymore. The, D, the offensive line has been really good for a long time. And defensively, they're going to, you know, really, I think, rely on, you know, um, the guys really in the, up front and, and the hybrid, you know, charging pass rusher and Bradley Chubb. Um, I love Denver's secondary. I mean, love it. When you look at the likes of, um, you know, Patrick Sertan, the youngster out of Alabama, he's going to be arguably, I think, within a year or two, he might be the best cover corner in the NFL. I think he's that good. Um, I love the safeties. Uh, they've just got a lot of guys who can really hurt you. Um, and, and, and the linebackers are underrated as well. So uh, I, got, I, I, I think Denver is going to have a big year. Um, you know, the Chargers with, with Justin Herbert uh, and, and Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, it gave a big deal to him. Uh, you've got Bosa, you go out and get Khalil Mack, you ha- you go out and get J.C. Jackson to shut down corner. The Chargers, I think it will come down to their head coach. They have the talent on both sides of the football. The expectations are through the roof, but this team missed the playoffs last year because their head coach was a dummy, and he went for it all the time on fourth and a mile from way inside his own territory. So I'm, I'm looking at Brandon Staley, I'm looking at him as being the key to the season. And then you have the Kansas City Chiefs, who basically everybody – well, I don't want to say everybody, but many are writing off because, you know, Tyree Kill is not there anymore. And I think that is absurd. They still have Brett Veach as GM. They still have Andy Reid as head coach. They still have Pat Mahomes. They still have Travis Kelsey, right? They still have a bunch of really, really good players, great players, elite players. Um, they had a, I thought they had an outstanding draft. I mean, they picked Sky Moore out of Western Michigan, who's going to fit right into that offense. I think Valdis Scantling was a great pickup. He's going to have a big year. Juju Smith-Schuster, still plenty left in the tank there. Nicole Hardman is ready to go into his own now with, with more touches now that um, you know Tyree Kill isn't there. Uh, the offensive line should be really, really good as it was last year and the year before. I mean, this team's you know this team last year went to the AFC Championship game and and, and they've been to what three in a row. They've won a Super Bowl. They've been to two Super Bowls. I mean, the, the Chiefs right now to me are the standard in the NFL. I know that the Rams are the defending champs. And the Bills are everybody's darling. But the Chiefs are still the standard bearer. I mean, they, they are the goal, the go-to. They are the team to get. And the offensive line should be really good again. I mean, Orlando Brown Jr., uh, I love the kid Wiley out of Eastern Michigan. I think going into his sixth year. Joe Tooney, I thought that was a great pickup at guard uh, in last year's offseason. Their offensive line is going to be just fine. And I think the defense, you know, I talked about Sky Moore being a great fit for the offense. Boy, I'll tell you what, man. George Karloftis, keep an eye out, keep an ear out for George Karloftis, the rookie out of Purdue. This guy is a beast. Uh, You look at 6'4", 270 pounds, really gets after it. You add him as a bookend defensive end to go along with Frank Clark. You've got Chris Jones in the middle. Um, You know, the linebackers, you you don't have Tyran Matthew and all the rest uh, in in the secondary, Uh, but I think they're going to be okay. They play a team brand of defense. Trent McDuffie was a great pick. I think he's going to be an awesome corner in this league out of Washington. And I think the Chiefs have great special teams as well, led by their kicker in Harrison Butker. Whew. This is going to be tough, but I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs to win the AFC West. I think too many people are counting them out. 
and I think it's a huge mistake. So my division winners in the AFC, Bills, Ravens, Colts, Chiefs. My wild cards might surprise some people. I'm going, to, and I'm kind of going out on a limb with certain things. I mean, these are these are just predictions sure to go wrong anyway, right? Um, I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Denver Broncos as my wild card teams, which, again, in a stacked AFC, would leave out the Titans. It would leave out the Raiders. It would leave out the Chargers. It would leave out the Browns. It would leave out the Cincinnati Bengals. Here's the thing. I think that all those teams have the potential to win 10 or 11 games. But all these other teams also have the potential to win 10 or 11 games. And I think it's going to be really, really hard to go 10 and 7 and just assume as a fan that your club's going to the postseason. I just don't know how you can, you can't slam dunk that at all, you know? So I think those teams make the postseason. Um, and, uh, it's going to be an unbelievably competitive conference. There's no doubt about that. Before I give you my AFC championship prediction, um, I'm going to go to the NFC now and pick the division winners. And Oh, and by the way, just a quick hit thing on the guys. I, I picked, Well, the wild card, I already kind of alluded to everything about Denver, but Miami, I think they're going to be really well coached this year. And they have Tyreek Hill, and they have really good shutdown corners. And there's just a lot of facets of the game I really like. It's all going to come down to Tua. But I think they're going to surprise some people and, and, and get in as the last play as the last playoff team. I do. Pittsburgh, I never count out. I just I can't count them out. They are one of the trademark franchises. They're always successful. Very rarely are they awful. They don't panic. Um, you know, they keep their head coaches. Mike Tomlin is really a terrific play, uh, a terrific head coach. He's going to get the most out of his guys. And um, you know, they're starting Mitch Trubisky, but I would assume Kenny Pickett by like week seven or eight. You know, uh, they'd have to start thinking about that. They're going to run the hell out of the ball with Najee Harris. He's going to have a huge year. Their wide receivers are fantastic. Boykin, Claypool, Deontay Johnson, uh, George Pickens, people say, is just an absolute star at 6'3", 205. I mean, the star power, the the hands, the route running ability, play down the big stage at Georgia. There's a lot to like there, and let's face it, Pittsburgh has a pedigree of wide receivers, right? When they draft them, they become stars in this league. Um, the offensive line should be fine. And then defensively, they're going to be an absolute uh, bowling ball um, and, and and just an unbelievable handful. I mean, the, the defensive players from Cam Hayward to TJ Watt to Miles Jack, um, you know, and everybody in between, they pick up Levi Wallace as a depth piece in the secondary. Minka Fitzpatrick's probably the best safety in the NFL. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is fantastic. I think they're going to win a lot of games 13 to 10, you know, 17 to 7, uh, 20 to 17, those kind of games because they're going to allow Najee Harris to take over and allow, of course, uh, you know, their defense to really wreak havoc. You know, they start out at Cincy, then you have New England at Cleveland, Jets at home, at Buffalo, Tampa at home, at Miami, at Philly. That's a tough, tough run there, right? And you've got a bye week in week nine. Then you got the Saints at home, Bengals uh, at the Colts, at the Falcons, uh, Baltimore at home. At Carolina, Vegas at home, at Baltimore and Cleveland to end the year. So their schedule is very, very challenging, but I'm just going out on a limb. You know, do I think the Bengals could make it instead of them? Of course I do. Do I think the Chargers could make it? Of course I do. The AFC is freaking loaded. Bills, Dolphins, Titans, Colts, you know, Bengals and Browns and Steelers and Ravens and and, and Chargers and Chiefs and Broncos. And, uh, uh, you know, you, you've got, you've got, you know, 12 teams in there, you know. Um, you know, could, could Denver win the division instead of KC? Sure. You know, could the Raiders really, if they click in gel, could they win the division? Sure. I, you know, anybody, you know, again, these are just predictions to go wrong, but, um, right now I think that, um, it's going to be, it's going to be Pittsburgh as a playoff team. Uh, I, I just, when their backs are against the wall, people don't think they have anything. That's when Mike Tomlin's at his best, man. Um, ML Sports Platter here brought to you by our great friends at Ken's Auto Detailing, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, and Carvel of North Syracuse. Make sure you grab your sweet treat today. Ice cream cakes are available for any occasion at Carvel of North Syracuse if you are in and around Central New York. Let's get to the NFC here. Uh, my division picks. I'm going to go Philadelphia Eagles in the East. I really like the Eagles this year. I think Jalen Hurts has shown plenty. He was a great leader in college. The Eagles love him as a leader in the NFL. And the Eagles, smartly, you know, 
I, last year I thought was going to be the year that they decided yay or nay on this guy. However, many others kind of disagreed with me. The Eagles ended up saying yay to him. So I was kind of right. And then, in addition to that, not only did they say yay to him, they went out and got him more help. They went out and traded for A.J. Brown. So now you put him on the opposite side of Devontae Smith. Okay, I got Dallas Goddard as a tight end. If I'm Jalen Hurts, I'm looking at an offensive line that's one of the best in the NFL with the veteran center and Jason Kelsey. I've got bookend tackles. I've got Lance Johnson. Yeah, yeah. If I'm Jalen Hurts, I'm pretty happy right now. Pretty happy. Um, you know, and then the defense, Fletcher Cox, how much does he have left in the tank? I don't know, but the help is there, right? I mean, they went out and got Jordan Davis at defensive tackle. They get, get uh, Nicobe Dean out of Georgia as well. I mean, those two guys are going to be studs in this league, I think. You know, the secondary should be fine. Um, I, I like the Eagles. I like them a lot. I think they win 11 games and win the division. I think Dallas has a disappointing season and misses the playoffs. I'll get to, you know, the rest of my picks and, and the wild card teams, but I do not have Dallas making the playoffs. Um, you know, Zeke is breaking down. The O-line is not as good as it was. Uh, if you're asking Dak Prescott to carry a team, I'm still not sold. I think they'll maybe win nine or ten games, and they'll be in position to try and make the postseason. Uh, their defense is going to have to carry him, man. Diggs is going to have to make a ton of picks like he has, and you're going to have to have Micah Parsons basically be a defensive player of the year um, who's unstoppable all the time. Um, very, very tall order uh, for a defense. You know, Pittsburgh is probably in that world too, but Pittsburgh doesn't have Mike McCarthy as a head coach. <laughs> as long as Mike McCarthy's there, I am never picking the Dallas Cowboys. This guy... And I know he has a Super Bowl on his resume and all that, but he is a horrible in-game manager. Um, he burns timeouts. He doesn't get the full uh, maximum potential out of guys. You know, the Cowboys lack a lot of depth offensively now because they don't have Amari Cooper there anymore. After C.D. Lamb, it's very, very weak as far as weaponry. So I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go Philly in this division. Uh, you know, the Commanders, it's going to be a tough year, I think, on both sides of the ball for them. And the Giants are in complete and utter rebuild mode. This is year one of Brian Dable as head coach. It's year one of Joe Shane as general manager. Uh, they got to get a lot out of Saquon. They got to get a lot of Tony. They got to get a lot out of offensive players um, in order for Daniel Jones to be that guy. And I just don't see enough from Daniel Jones. I think he does deserve a fair shake. I think he does deserve more help around him and better coaching and all that. Okay, great. But I don't think long-term Daniel Jones is the answer. I could be wrong. But I haven't seen enough. He misses so many things, you know, throws in progression. He misses so many uh, second, third checkdowns. Um, he holds on to the ball too long. There's just so many things with him. And I know his old line has been bad and his, his weaponry has been weak. But uh, for him on the on his side of things, uh, yeah, hasn't really been hasn't really shown me enough, um, you know, to be an NFL starter. Um, NFC North. I know that a lot of people are high on the Vikings. Um, I'm going to take Green Bay. I just cannot pick Minnesota because I can't pick Kirk Cousins over Aaron Rodgers. I can't. Now, having said that, Aaron Rodgers had horrible playoff appearances the last few years. Horrible. And, you know, he's really due to have a great game in the postseason. The Packers are flipping the script. The Packers are going to go with a possession offense. They're going to run the hell out of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. They're going to preserve Aaron Rodgers. They're going to have him maybe throw between 20 and 25 times a game as opposed to 30, 35 every game. No more Devontae Adams. And, you know, you have a situation where that defense is probably going to be a top-five group right out of the gate. I like Green Bay in this division. I think the Bears, it's going to be really hard because the Bears are so bad up front. Bears are probably going to lose about 12 games this year, maybe more. Uh, the Lions, I think, will be a competitive team, Dan Campbell. We saw a lot out of them last year. Again, they were the best team with the worst record, probably. Um, you know, and Minnesota has firepower. We know that. I mean, Delvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, blah, blah, blah. Kirk Cousins is the top 10 NFL quarterback. He puts up big numbers. However, I'm not picking him over Aaron Rodgers. I just can't do that. Um, let's go to the NFC South. Uh, I think this is the weakest division in football, probably, because you just have, I mean, at least in most of these divisions, like even though I picked the Eagles, you've got the Cowboys that should contend for a playoff spot. In the NFC South, I'm just not sure what we have after after Tampa Bay and New Orleans, for that matter. Um, a little bit of New Orleans. I'm taking a shot at New Orleans, not to win the division, but a shot at a postseason berth. Um, but I, I still don't know. I mean, I'm doing it with with, with caution. 
Uh, I'm going to take Tampa because, again, I put my trust into Tom Brady. Um, I know that the offensive line is really, really ripped up, tons of injuries. Um, you know, I don't know if Godwin and Evans are going to, you know, stand tall again. There's no Gronk, although who knows, he'll probably be back later. I do love that defense. I've talked about that a long time, that I love the Tampa Bay defense. Um, I think that they're going to be able to really, you know, make some things happen uh, on defense and create a bunch of turnovers and some short fields, you know, for the offense. I mean, when you look at this defense, they just have guys who swallow up plays, man. I mean, Vita Vea up front, Shaquille Barrett, you know, you've got Levante David. They've got side-to-side uh, you know, north, south, east, west linebackers who can get it done. I love the secondary with Winfield Jr. and company. I think Tampa will probably win about 11 games this year and win the division. Um, I think the Saints will, will win 10. Um, you know, but I think it's a weak division overall because I think the Saints could be a weak playoff team in, a, in an NFC that's very, very open. And then in addition to that, you've got the Atlanta Falcons who will be weak again under Arthur Smith. Uh, really, Corderell Patterson and, uh, and and Kyle Pitts are the only two reasons to watch this team. Uh, Carolina, again, wild card team. I don't really know uh, wild card not making wild card, but a wild card team and not knowing what to think. You've got Baker Mayfield as a starting quarterback. I think he has potential to have a big year. But again, Matt Rule wants to run the ball all the time. Is Christian McCaffrey going to stay healthy? The defense leaves a lot to be desired. I'm not really big on Carolina right now. I think they're about a 500 or a couple you know, games below 500 team. I think Atlanta's going to lose 12 games, 13 games. Um, so I think it's still Tampa's division to win. But again, they also have trouble with the New Orleans Saints, right? The last four games, I believe, they've lost to the Saints. So there's something about that defense with the Saints that gets Brady and company fits. Um, I think the Saints could be... You know, again, this is the post-Sean Payton era, but you've got, um, if Jameis Winston can can play at a high level, he's got a lot of help in the room from Andy Dalton, um, just learning more and more about the game. Elvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, you've got offensive weapons, man. Jarvis Landry, plenty left in the tank. Um, you know, you're looking at, obviously, Michael Thomas coming back, Taysom Hill now playing tight end. Offensive line's always good in New Orleans, and the defense is suffocating. I mean, everyone from Cam Jordan to Marcus Davenport, um, they've got dudes all over the freaking field for the New Orleans Saints. And I think they could. Marshawn Lattimore, one of the best cover corners in football. Tyran Matthew, they pick him up. Great, great stuff there. Um, I think New Orleans could challenge for the division, but because of number 12, I'm picking Tampa Bay. Uh, I just can't, I just cannot bet against Tom Brady. And then in the NFC West, I think it's really interesting. Um, I'm expecting a total disaster in Seattle post Russell Wilson. Um, Arizona, I, I, I'm not sold on Arizona again. I, I just think there's a lot of, they're just not buttoned up. Cliff Kingsbury, um, Kyler Murray, they gave him the big deal. The pressure will be on him. Um, injuries hurt him last year. You know, can they stay healthy this year? I don't I don't know. I'm just not sold on them across the board. And I think every, I think the Rams and the Niners are just better and deeper uh, across the board. Uh, you've got the 49ers, right, uh, giving the keys to the kingdom over to Trey Lance. Um you know, we know that them like the Denver Broncos and a couple other clubs I've talked about for two or three years that they've had Super Bowl rosters, right? I mean, when you look at this team, San Francisco 49ers have franchise bookend players, guys who you want on your team for 10, 12 years. They have Debo Samuel, you know, the ultimate weapon in the NFL. They have George Kittle. You know, they have Nick Bosa. (laughs) They have Fred Warner. I mean, these are franchise cornerstone type of players. And they've got a dynamic offense across the board. They have depth, versatility. They have a wizard as a head coach in Kyle Shanahan. I think Elijah Mitchell's going to have a big year again uh, for this team. Brandon Ayuk, uh, you know, Ray Ray McLeod's just a nice fit for this team. Um, You know, the Niners are going to be good. The Niners are going to be really good. I think this team went 10-7 and seven last year and really, you know, just kind of had questions abound all year for them, and they still pulled out, you know, that record. Um, the Rams speak for themselves. The Rams are the defending champions. The Rams have uh, phenomenal, phenomenal players. I respect the Rams and what they've been able to do. Um, you know, they just went out and they just went for it. I mean, you think about them picking up Von Miller. You think about a lot of their pickups um, in the last couple of years, and, and they went out and won a Super Bowl. And it paid off for them. And they still have Matt Stafford there. They still have Cam Akers. They still have 
you know, Van Jefferson, even though he's not playing in the opener against Buffalo. They have Cooper Cup. They have they picked up Allen Robinson. Um, what worries me about the LA Rams as far as making another deep playoff run is the offensive line. This is a much different offensive line than last year. There are probably three holes compared to last year. One of those is the retirement of Andrew Whitworth. He was a veteran presence. I know he was old when he retired, but he was a bookend staple player for them. They don't have him anymore. Um, you know, I think the defense will still be fine without Von Miller because you still have Aaron Donald, the best defensive player in the NFL, and you have Leonard Floyd up front. You've got Jalen Ramsey as your top cover corner. You pick up a veteran in Bobby Wagner. I don't know how much gas is left in his tank. Um, but the Rams will be really good. And I think that I'm going to pick the Rams here to win the division because I don't know what Trey Lance is going to do yet. If Trey Lance takes off, I think the San Francisco 49ers could win the Super Bowl. That's how good that roster is. That's how good their coaching is. And I've heard a lot of people talk about the, the, the Kyle Shanahan thing. Well, he was the offensive coordinator when the Falcons blew the lead 28-3 and blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't blame him. I blame Dan Quinn. And the reason is because he's the CEO of the football team. If Kyle Shanahan says, oh, Julio Jones just made an amazing catch. All we have to do is run the football. Um, you know, you can let him do that. But let's say Kyle Shanahan said, I want to keep throwing the football. Dan Quinn should step in and go. And by the way, Dan Quinn's a defensive guy at heart, right? I mean, you override that. And 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 and, and if there's even any question about what you should do if you're the OC there, you know, Dan Quinn's got to step up and, and get in his face. Now, I don't know what happened on the sidelines when they blew that 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl to the New England Patriots and Tom Brady. But what I know is they should have been running the damn football late in that game. They were up 28-3 to on the biggest stage in sports. Oh, my God. It's the worst choke in the history of the, of, of the NFL and probably the worst choke in the history of sports because of the stage, the magnitude, the Super Bowl. And I think that um, Kyle Shanahan is still a really, really good head coach. And I think the 49ers are loaded. They're deep. They're tough. They're versatile. Um, all facets of the game. Playmakers galore. But I can't pick the Niners over the Rams because I don't know what Trey Lance is going to offer. Again, if he takes off, I think they could win the Super Bowl. So I got the Rams winning the division. So I go Eagles, Packers, Bucks, Rams winning the division, the divisions. And then I've got the wild card teams. I've got Minnesota as a wild card team because I think they have a lot of firepower on offense. I like them a lot. 49ers as a wild card team. Just explain why I like them. New Orleans as a wild card team. Um, it's going to be challenging for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not ready to anoint the Cardinals as anything more than like a 9-10 win team. Um, but again, 10-7 and seven in this conference, even though it's wide open, still might not be enough, much like the AFC. So I'm going to go Vikings, 49ers, and Saints. Um, as far as my conference championship games go, I'm going to go Denver over Baltimore, and I'm taking the Green Bay Packers over the San Francisco 49ers, a redemption tour for Aaron Rodgers. They do get the home field again, but it's a different outcome this year because they're running the football. The defense is great. They're going to play physical football in a different brand. They're flipping the script. And because sports work this way, I'm picking Green Bay. What do I mean by that? Everybody's writing them off because they don't have Devontae Adams, right? And Aaron Rodgers loves drama. He loves to be doubted. He went head-to-head -head with the franchise. He ended up getting paid. He got everything he wanted, right? Aaron Rodgers loves to be doubted. And he's going to make Randall Cobb really good again. Those guys have been together forever. Alan Lazard is better than people think. Amari Rodgers should should make you know some, some headway here. Sammy Watkins, he's going to get a lot of targets. Mercedes Lewis is an underrated tight end. Their offensive line is really, really good. And they're going to run it with Dylan. They're going to run it with Jones. And they're going to pound you like crazy on defense. Devondre Campbell's an absolute monster at linebacker. They've got really, really good cover corners. Now Eric Stokes and company, this team, because sports work like this, that's why I'm doing this. Do I really think Green Bay is going to win the Super Bowl? I think they have a chance. I think they're a contender, but I think a lot of teams are a contender. I think this is one of the hardest years to pick in the NFL um, because the loaded AFC and so many changes around the league. One of those big changes is no Devontae Adams in Green Bay. However, the way sports work, 
They've had home field advantage a bunch of times. They haven't gotten it done. Rodgers has been bad in those games. He zeroed in on Devontae Adams. Now he's going to be forced to utilize all of his people, make everybody better. I know that he doesn't do great on the relationship side of things, but I think the Packers will be okay. I think they win 12 games this year. They win the division. They beat the Niners at Lambeau to go to the Super Bowl. And I've got the Green Bay Packers winning the championship over the Denver Broncos. Russell Wilson takes Denver back to the promised land, but they fall short, and Aaron Rodgers gets his second ring, and that'll change a lot of narratives for a lot of people, including me. I'm taking Green Bay. I feel like I take Green Bay every year to at least win the division and make the Super Bowl. I feel like I do it every year. Um, maybe it's because I kind of like Green Bay. I like the fans. I've been to Lambeau. I don't know. I don't know what, what the reason is, but I just know how sports work. Sports are crazy, and when you know, expect the unexpected. Everyone thinks Green Bay is going to struggle mightily. The Vikings are the sexy team in that division. Aaron Rodgers, that is music to his ears because he wants to be doubted all the time. The ML Sports Platter here, there's my, uh, there's my division uh, picks, my Super Bowl winner. And um, we're brought to you by our good friends over at Welch & Company Jewelers. Shop the showcase today at welchjewelers.com. That's welchjewelers.com. Com. Before I get to my week one NFL preview, um, I'm going to give you my awards. Uh, let's go MVP. I'm going to go Lamar Jackson in a contract year. I think he explodes and has a big year. Um, coach of the year, I'm going to go Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. Rookie of the year, Chris Olave in New Orleans. I think he's going to get a lot of touches. I think he's going to be a real game breaker for New Orleans. Defensive player of the year, I'm going to take Micah Parsons, a one-man wrecking crew for the Dallas Cowboys, trying to will them alone into the postseason. He'll need a lot more help, especially in offense, especially from Dak Prescott. But I'm going to take Micah Parsons. I know the easy pick, the sexy pick is always T.J. Watt. It's always Aaron Donald. I'm going to go Micah Parsons in Dallas. The ML Sports Platter brought to you by our good friends at Burn Dairy, Stanley Law Offices, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, and MyHotTub.com. Log on to MyHotTub.com today. Get that hot tub delivered right to your door. And by the way, go check them out on Facebook and find the special code because you can save $1,000 on your order. And you can also shop the showcase at Destiny USA if you're in and around Central New York. MyHotTub.com, the official hot tub of the ML Sports Platter. Coming up next, my week one NFL preview. All right, here we go with week one in the NFL uh, after I just gave my full season predictions. And uh, we're going to go game by game here. And again, I'm recording this um, before Bill's Rams. So uh, you'll hear my prediction here. And, you know, I'm sure that it'll be completely off base and everybody can hit me on social media and rip me to uh, the next end of the earth. But I'm going to take the Bills 33 to 31 in this game. I think there's. Obviously, you know, a lot to kind of unpack when you look at a game like this and preview a game and obviously the recaps. There's just so much that goes into one game, uh, and that is the beauty of the NFL. But look, the hype, the expectations, they're real. The Bills are the overwhelming favorite by basically everybody. Uh, I mean, I don't even know many – I don't even know more than four or five people who have not taken the Bills. I, I, I just – what a world. It's unbelievable. The pressure is so, so great. Um, but this team's stacked, they're loaded, they're deep. Uh, they have number 17, uh, you know, Josh Allen. Last time we saw him on a football field was last year, and he was basically the ultimate, you know, the ultimate warrior out there. Uh, he basically played a perfect postseason. Um, you know, they pick up Von Miller. They've got a lot of developing players. Uh, they had a great draft again. Um, they've got game-breaking players. They've got more speed this year. Um, they have great special teams. They're well-coached, although... Sean McDermott, this is a big year for him to, to not screw up like he did last year in Kansas City. Um, you know, the Bills have star power now. They have Allen, they have Diggs, they have Von Miller. Um, the L.A. Rams have star power. They have Aaron Donald. They have Matt Stafford. They have Cooper Cup. Um, I'm going to take the Bills 33-31. I think the matchup of Jalen Ramsey and Stephon Diggs is going to be great. Um, I think the Bills' defensive line will be able to take advantage of a weak O-line for the Rams. Uh, I think that that Rams line looks a lot different than last year, as I alluded to earlier in the show. Um, and, uh, you know, and then you've got, obviously, the, the rookie corners of the Bills and Benford and Elam trying to kind of slow down 
Cooper Cup and uh, and Allen Robinson. We'll see how those guys are used as well. Uh, is Cooper Cup going to go in the slot more? Ter- if, if that's the case, maybe the Bills have an advantage there because, or at least a, more of an advantage, right? And having Taron Johnson cover him instead of uh, a rookie who's never taken a snap before in, in Benford or Elam. Um, but you know what? Penalties, turnovers, first game jitters, all those things will play a part. I'm going to take the Bills 33 231 in that game. Saints at the Falcons. I think Atlanta's going to struggle all year long. They got Marcus Mariota starting. They're, you know, Desmond Ritter waiting in the footsteps, waiting in the wings. Um, I think the Saints are a really, really, really good team. Um, I think that they've got a ton of offensive firepower. That defense is just suffocating at all times. I'm going to take New Orleans in this game, even though New Orleans is a different team on the road. Uh, they're one of the, I, I think, one of the more different teams you know, in the league, maybe top two or three as far as, you know, the identity of them and how they look when they get away from the Superdome. But I think they'll be better than Atlanta in this game. The key, obviously, is as much as you can take away Kyle Pitts. Uh, Give me New Orleans in a close game, a late field goal, 23-20. to 49ers at the Chicago Bears. This is my absolute slam dunk, um, you know, pick them of the week. I got the 49ers rolling over the Chicago Bears, 38-17. to in um, what should be just a, a dominant game in all facets of the game for the 49ers. Uh, Trey Lance is his debut um, as far as, um, you know, opening opening game. And, um, you know, he'll, he'll have a, a tremendous, tremendous supporting cast all year. Uh, I think Mitchell's going to have a big year. I think Steve O'Samuel, Kittle, uh, the offensive line's really good. And they just have cornerstone freaking players everywhere, man. The 49ers are a team to be reckoned with. They've had a Super Bowl roster minus the quarterback, the last several years, um, last few years, and, you know, Bosa is there, Fred Warner's there, um, you know, Armstead is there. Uh, they've got some awesome, awesome football players on both sides of the football, and they're well coached. So I'll take the 49ers over the Bears here. Bengals home for the Steelers. Very, very interesting game. Um, you know, AFC North right out of the shoot. These games in the AFC North, I think these teams are going to beat each other up all year, just like the AFC West. Um and I have the Steelers making the playoffs, but I'm going to pick the Bengals in week one just because a lot of people aren't talking about them. And I think the Bengals come out and win the football game against the Pittsburgh Steelers because they have one advantage over everything. They have Joe Burrow, and the Steelers have Mitch Trubisky. It's that simple. Eagles at the Lions. I like Philadelphia big in this one, 27-21. Did I give a score for the Bengals? Let's go 30-23. to um, over the Steelers. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles, uh, would I say 27, 21. Um, you know, I, I think the lions are going to be a tough physical team again, but I just think they're going to fall short in the weaponry. I mean, I really do. I, I just Jalen hurts, AJ Brown, Miles Sanders looks like he's a go. Uh, this is going to be a really, really good Eagles team this year. I, I like their defense a lot. Um, I think Philadelphia is going to win the division. I think Philadelphia is going to win week one at Detroit Patriots at the dolphins, man, the house of horrors for new England. They always, always lose down in Miami, um, and I don't expect it to be different, you know, here. Uh, I'm going to take Miami 26-10 um, to 10 in this game. I think the Patriots are going to struggle to score points all year. I think they're going to try to win with some 1940s and 50s football, uh, but a very tall order. Again, the whole season is going to come down to Tua for Miami. We know that, but they're better. They have Tyreek Hill. Uh, this is a team that I think is going to be able to suffocate the New England Patriots offense. Uh, when you look at, you know, their defensive side of the ball, um, you know, they really got some some good some good guys here. Um, you know, Emmanuel Agba, um, you know, they've got guys who can rush the passer. Melvin Ingram, still plenty left in the tank. Um, and, and I love their corners. I always have. I mean, I think Byron, jo- uh, uh, Byron Jones is, or By- Brian Jones, excuse me, is starting out injured, I believe, this year. Um, but on the other side, you've got Xavier Howard. So this is a really, really, uh, I think, improved football team. You add Tyree Kill to the mix. Um, that offense should be explosive, assuming Tua can get the ball to people. Miles Gaskin. Um, you've got Jalen Waddell on the other side of, uh, you know, of Tyree Kill. Uh, you can also work Hill in the slot a lot, much like you can with Cedric Wilson, who they picked up. So They've got a lot of guys, man. Mike Gusecki, they have a lot of weapons. And I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins rolling 
at home in week one over the New England Patriots. All right, a few more games left. Ravens and Jets, just a total mismatch here. Ravens healthy. Ravens have Lamar. Ravens have a great, great suffocating defense. And Joe Flacco starting for the New York Jets. Good luck with that. I'll take Baltimore 38 to 10 over the New York Jets. Jaguars at the Commanders. Nice offseason for the Jaguars. Uh, Doug Peterson, his debut as Jaguars head coach. Uh, Washington's going to struggle all year because of quarterback play. Carson Wentz and company. Uh, I'm going to take Jacksonville in a nail-biter, though. 21-20. to 20. Uh, Trevor Lawrence takes him down for a score in the fourth quarter late in that one. Panthers home for the Browns. I'm going to go Carolina just because they're the home team. I think Baker is going to be really getting after it in this game. He's got a lot of things he wants to show Cleveland, uh, and, and, and he hates that team. He hates his former team. Cleveland hates him. I'm going to go Carolina at home because of Baker Mayfield going off and that they're the home team. Give me Carolina 33-23. to 23. Texans home for the Colts. I think this will be a mismatch game. Too much Jonathan Taylor. Uh, too much talent on one side and not enough on the other. Colts win this game 30-13 uh, in Houston. Giants at Tennessee. Tough, tough, tough game for the Giants. Uh, they're going to have to contend with Derrick Henry. They're going to have to contend with a physical team, uh, a team that's more experienced, better. They've been to the playoffs. They have better quarterback play, which isn't saying much because I don't love Ryan Tannehill. Give me the Titans at home 23 to 13. Packers at the Vikings. This is one of the big games of week one. A lot of people are riding the 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 the, the wave of the Minnesota Vikings uh, to win the division. I'm not one of them. I think they'll make the playoffs. Um, I think Green Bay, um, you know, wins a division. I already picked Green Bay to win, go to the Super Bowl because, you know, that's sports, crazy things. However, I think the Vikings win in week one. So give me Minnesota 30 to 28 in this game. Um, I think the Packers lose the first game, but then a lot of wake-up calls are, are there, and I think Green Bay uh, goes on a pretty formidable run after losing in Week 1. Chiefs at the Cardinals, nothing about Arizona excites me in this matchup because everywhere you go, the mismatches are there, and the Chiefs are just better in every single place, right? Mahomes is better than Murray. Kelsey's better than any tight end Arizona has. I think the defense team-wise for the Chiefs is even better than Arizona. The head coach is better um, uh, for, for Kansas City, rather. So give me the Kansas City Chiefs in this game. Uh, let's go 34-23. to 23. I think there'll be a lot of points put up in this game. Raiders-Chargers is a great game as well. We've got the new-look Charger defense uh, with the additions of Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson, Adam DeBosa. Uh, and we know the offense is just a juggernaut. It's a firepower situation. Both these teams are going to put up points. I think this game gets into the 40s, and I'm going to take the Chargers 41-38 to in this game. I think it's a tough day for the defenses. Mm-hmm. I think Devontae Adams and Derek Carr show right away that they're uh, going to go off on people. And uh, give, me, give me the Chargers, though, to win a close one at SoFi Stadium. Cowboys home for the Buccaneers. Can't bet against Tom Brady. It's that simple. Tom Brady over Dak Prescott in this game. Uh, you know, look, Tampa Bay's offensive line though could be vulnerable, and that's where the game could be won for Dallas at home, week one. Could you imagine if Dallas beats Tampa in week one? The amount of Monday morning court, all the Dallas all the Dallas people are gonna come out, right? Michael Irvin's gonna come out. All these people who are just overrate this team every friggin' year. Oh, see, they're better than you thought. They're better than you thought, they better than you. That's what they'll say. I'm going to take Tampa Bay in this game because of number 12. I know the O-line's a little shaky. I know they got to deal with Diggs. I know they got to deal with uh, Micah Parsons. I understand that they have to deal with a wall of linebackers, but I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a close affair, 24-23. And then the Monday night game, I think, is a complete and utter blowout. I got Denver going into Seattle. Hopefully they gave Russell Wilson a standing ovation. I know that there's some bad blood there. Russell Wilson went publicly and ripped his team on the Dan Patrick show. You know, not, I don't have enough offensive linemen. We don't have enough weapons, blah, 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 blah. Well, he got his wish. You know, it was probably time. It was probably time for him and, you know, Pete Carroll to end the marriage. Um, and now he goes to Denver in a team that's absolutely loaded, who I have going to the Super Bowl. Um, I think he's a missing link. I think Denver's going to be really, really good this year. I think they win 11, 12 games, and I think they start out week one with a pummeling of Seattle. Geno Smith is your starting quarterback for the Seahawks. Now, the atmosphere, you know, the the time zone, uh, not that different, but still a little different. Um, you know, the 12th man and all that stuff that we talk about with Seattle, maybe they can keep him in the game a little bit. 
Seattle's key to the year, in my opinion, is having their quarterback game manage. Geno Smith, Drew Locke, as we go on, right? Game manage and just keep the team in games with the great running game of, I think, Kenneth Walker III is going to be a real big star right out of the gate out of Michigan State. You look at him, and then you look at, obviously, Rashad Penny, Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf as, as wide receivers. Seattle does have playmakers. They have really, really, really good players, but they're lacking in the quarterback department. And let's be honest, the Legion of Boom feels like 100 years ago. That defense just does not have a lot to write home about. I think Russell Wilson's going to be able to pick, pick apart the corners. They don't have a great pass rush. Give me Denver in a blowout, 38-10 to 10 in that game. So there you have it, week one in the NFL. That's my preview. It's so good to have football back. I'm Mike Lindsley. This is the ML Sports Platter. Download, subscribe, rate, and review where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. Make sure you hit me on Twitter at MikeLSports. And again, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Mike L Sports. We are brought to you by our great friends at Rosie's Corner. If you're in and around Central New York listening to this today, stop by Rosie's Route 11 in Brewerton for Fish Friday. Pair it with the mac and cheese coleslaw and the French fries. And of course, get pizza wing combinations of any kind. Try the garlic parm wings. Try the gold fever wings. Amazing stuff at Rosie's Corner. A proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And the tip of the cap to associate sponsors, Liverpool Physical Therapy, Ken's Auto Detailing, your State Farm agent, Matt Graham, Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, and Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning. Go with Brian today. Set up your financial future. You might have a youngster going to college. Maybe you're looking at retirement here in the next couple of years. He's got all the plans for you. We're super happy with Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. He is my financial advisor. He is the official financial advisor of this program. Thanks to Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Hey, thanks for listening. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. MyHotTub.com is a global leader in the hot tub industry with over 25 years of experience. Their hot tubs are built in the United States with the highest standards of quality control, an extensive warranty, and customer service representatives available seven days a week. They offer free shipping to your home with factory direct pricing and incredible financing plans. Visit online at MyHotTub.com or stop in Destiny USA today. MyHotTub.com. Whether online or in person, you better hurry because these spas won't last. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.